joy making a difference, a second touch, a better me, increased ministry rentals, money therapy institute, Stanell Myers Enterprises. Without having any of these, being a philanthropist would not exist. This is who I am. This is what I do. Six years ago, my wife took nothing but an ideal and faith and turned it into a multi-million dollar business with multiple streams of income. As a woman possessed, she overcame all obstacles and created multiple streams of wealth that has impacted our family for generations to come. From mental health professional, to therapist, to author, to CEO, she is a constant reminder of the grace of God over her life. Get ready to listen to and take notes from Stanell, the money therapist, as she schools you on money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. No more excuses. Wake up! Thank you, husband, for that great introduction. Do you know it is almost 12 years? We are going to be celebrating our 12th year anniversary on October 22nd. You and I, we're going to have to do a second year episode. Last year we did one and we're going to have to continue this to keep it going. That episode received a lot of reviews. I guess the people like you. Welcome back to No More Excuses, Wake Up, where we talk about money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. I am your host, Danelle Myers, also known as Danelle, the money therapist. This week, we are discussing entrepreneurship, business, with lovely me. We're going to discuss my business, who I am, what I do, the different type of businesses that I have. I started back in 2015. In 2015, I actually started two businesses together. God gave me a dream. I thought the dream was me having babies. In the dream, I was actually having twins. On my right side, it was a girl. And on my left side, it was a boy. I'm looking at these two babies. And behind me was my husband. He never said a word in the entire dream. And I was sitting, standing in water. And it was like a waterfall. To make this long story short, three people prophesied to me almost identical. And they said that they were not physical babies. They were actually the businesses that God was developing in me. They were ministries. Lord and behold, there is Joy Making a Difference, which is a nonprofit, 501c3. And Second Touch is a for-profit. Joy Making a Difference is an after-school program. This after-school program is ran by a grant. The grant is a five-year grant. After the five years, you have to apply again. The grant holds a specific amount of money in order to actually run an after-school program. So it's actually like I am the superintendent of the after-school program. I have, let's say it that way, you have site coordinators, you have programmates, different people that maintain the daily operations of the program. I started this program back in 2015. Nonprofit, which is, we all know, it's a 501c3. You file differently. This nonprofit that I have, I hold over 15 to 20 employees and contractors. The program starts at 2.45 p.m. 
the program ends at 5.45 p.m. When I first started in 2015, we only had one high school. Every grant term is for five years. We now have, by the grace of God, two schools. So at first, we had a high school where we had 7th through 12th grade students, and we were helping them with career awareness, college preparedness, and it was a challenge because I was entering something that I didn't know anything about. And I learned this from my angel, Dr. Robinson. Dr. Robinson, honestly, you need someone that walked that path before you. I know there's a lot of people is out here in the social media world and people are trying to help you. And there are people that you have to pay and there are some people you don't have to pay. In my instance, I was blessed. She took me to a place to where I was able to see a black woman, a black millionaire that had multiple daycare centers and she also had a few after school programs. I'm actually going to invite her on the show and I hope she comes on the show. She's so humble. She actually showed me the way. So here's this after school program. God gave me this joy making a difference before 2015. He actually gave it to me when I first started the grant in 2011. I didn't know what to do. I didn't. I started a nonprofit as far as writing it on paper, but I did not know what to do. I met a woman. I met someone. She was actually a paralegal by the name of Olga. Olga, I forget her last name. Start with a P. And she actually taught me for free how to write a 501c3 for lunch. For two months, I will walk from my office to her office and she would teach me. How I met her is another story. Here I have this nonprofit, 501c3. That is one of the children, one of the twins that I'm telling you about. A second touch is completely different. It's a for-profit, completely different. For-profit is separate from a non-profit because for-profit means it's for-profit. Non-profit means it's tax exempt. For-profit is not tax exempt. It's for-profit. A second touch is a support coordination agency, which is also a case management agency. So I own a healthcare agency. God showed me, I don't know if it's the boy or the girl, but God showed me this, these two babies. And I have a support coordination agency. When I first started the support coordination agency was the same exact time God gave me the after school program. It was like having a diaper bag. That's how I can explain it. That's the analogy. Like I had a diaper bag for a boy, a diaper bag for a girl that had just almost identical things, but you need it separate. That's the only way I can think of it. Working on these businesses, I remember two o'clock in the morning crying and I had a breakdown and I was crying. And then after I cried, I said, oh my gosh, this is the dream. This is, this, this is what he prophesied. This is, oh my gosh. Having a second touch started in 2015 as well as joy making a difference a second touch i have over a hundred clients when i first started in 2015 i remember my first client i worked that job okay i worked that job for a year and a half to understand it to learn it i went in the field i met the clients before i started anything i went to every provider what i do is i service individuals that are 21 and older you need an agency that holds your budget and the actual agency that they are getting the services for instance if a child have are living in a group home we make sure that group home is paid we make sure that they get the services that they need let's say a person lives home. They can go out in the community. They can work. They they go into a day program. These are the different things that we do. 
in this particular job for a second touch, I have my manager and four support coordinators. I have a total of five staff. Jeannie, which is my right-hand man, my administrative assistant, my everything, anything and everything that I need, I added on a second entity with a second touch, which is now direct support. Direct support is also, we we can hire a family member or we can hire someone to go into the actual home and help the individual with bathing or taking them out in the community, just being a mentor, that is an entire separate entity. I want to be clear, a second touch, it's two separate jobs. You have support coordination and then you have direct support which is also community-based. That is another entity inside of the business. With a second touch, my company, I run two businesses inside that one business. With Joy Making a Difference, it's an after-school program, and I service now third grade to 12th grade. And we have... STEM classes. The first hour is homework. We have a chef that comes in. We have different clubs with the elementary school, game system groups, art, anything that the children want. We have student council, anything that they want that's going to help them develop to help them understand entrepreneurship or do you need to go to college? Do you want to go to college? I am not just the nail the money therapist or a business coach or a financial coach. I am a business owner. I wear many hats and the different hats that I wear is building the businesses as people work for me, making sure that everything is ran properly. These companies, these agencies that I have contracts with, I have to make sure everything is tight. I have to make sure that I am meeting mandate. Anything that needs to get done in the after school program, you have to meet a level of service. Students have to be attending program 30 days or more. I have to make sure that happens, that my staff understand we're doing everything that we need to do to get these children in and give them the best program that they can get. Getting their report cards, their park scores, everything that has to be uploaded, implemented to the state need to know that. Why am I giving you this money? Why are we funding you? As an administrator, I have to make sure all the timelines are implemented. Reimbursement, making sure that the amount of money that I am requesting is used on the actual program. Staff use a certain percent. Students use a certain percent. Depending if you are in a bus district where my students are not in a bus district, my students walk. Those that are in a bus district have to make sure they have a line of budget for a bus district. Wear so many different hats in that area, making sure that my staff is doing what they need to do as well as myself doing what I need to do to help my staff to run that floor to make sure the students are getting what they need. Snacks is something else. When you're dealing with a school district, they're supposed to be a match. Snacks have to be implemented. Healthy snacks, of course. So that match is coming from the school that they provide the snacks. Or we can have a outside vendor. So these are all the different things that I have to work with. Things that I have to talk about, think about. Having a board. Having board meetings. Bringing in the parents. Bringing in the students, what is it that you need? What is it that you like and what you do not like? I have an evaluator. The evaluator evaluates the program every month. Send feedback, how we can 
make better adjustments, things that we're doing good and, and things that need to be adjusted. These are all the different things of running an after school program. Then I have to put on the other hat for profit, which is a second touch. That is a whole different level because you're dealing with the families. My staff is going in the homes, going to day programs, laying eyes on our people, making sure that everybody is safe. Here in the pandemic for a whole year and a half, we weren't able to actually see them physically, but we were seeing them what we call telehealth. We were seeing them either Zoom or it was a lot of FaceTime. When you hear me talk about the podcast, when you hear me talk about I can help you with your finances or I can help you in your business, that's because of what I'm doing on the back end that you do not know about running these businesses. I am able to assist and help people with businesses, understanding what they are about to enter, what they are about to get into. I'm going to do another episode. What is the difference between self-employed and a business owner? Because there is a difference. I feel led to constantly talk about this because I see people starting and they don't know if it's a business or if it's a job. I am going to break that down in the next episode. That's who I am. That's what I do. Also, I also had a business, A Better Me. A Better Me, I had. I closed the business down. This is very important. I had A Better Me for a year. It was 2019 to 20. I closed it down the beginning of 2021, I believe. It was an in-home, in-community IIC, which I was contracted with Children's System of Cares. Think outside the box when it comes to having a business. A business is when you have people working for you. Entrepreneurship is the, the umbrella of a business. I'm going to explain that difference because it is a difference. When I was running a better me, my business, I had on and off five or six employees. They were all licensed counselors or licensed social workers. I had a, I was doing a session because I have my master's degree in mental health counseling. I am not licensed. I took the license test and I keep failing the test. So I said, hmm. If I'm going to fail the test, y'all know I'm transparent. I only tell the truth. Let me think outside the box. If I can't pass this test, let me hire someone that is licensed to actually use their license and run the agency under their license and pay them to supervise. And that's what I did illegally. Ran under their license because I wasn't licensed. I wasn't going to let that stop me. I took the test like seven or eight times. I'm not done taking the test, but right now I'm so busy working on so many things and transitioning my life. So I want you to get this. When I ran a better me, I had someone that was doing the billing. Maggie, great. She was so good. Staff was good. You had mediocre staff too, you know. But one day I had a client come in the office and I did a session. And after the session, I said, I don't want to do this no more. I can't do this. I immediately called my girlfriend, Alicia. She's also a colleague. And I was like, hey, I know you're about to start your IAC. I'm not trying to damper your spirit, but I can't. I can't do this. I don't feel it. And she was like, girl, I was thinking the same thing. That's why I didn't really continue. And I said, I don't want to talk about children problems or their behaviors i just i'm not there i did this 20 years ago when we met i'm telling this to alicia i don't want to do this and this is what i want you to get be real 
with yourself. I told you, if I don't feel apart, I break out. I'm not going to play. And I didn't feel apart. We had supervision once a week, all through the pandemic. I started to back off because I wasn't feeling it. I just feel finances. I can't explain. As a counselor, or is it helping someone with trauma or abuse or relationships? My niche is money. <laughs> and actually marriage and money and finances and business and helping people. A better me in that capacity having an IIC was not that. It, it, it just wasn't that. So I ended a better me. And I want you to be real with yourself. If it's not working, end it. End it. That's what I did. And I want you to be honest and real with yourself. I had to be honest with myself. And I'm so glad because when I think about it, it's like, oh. Thank God. This business lasts for a year and a half and I've never collected a paycheck. Because I didn't collect the paycheck in that year and a half, I actually have a, a nice amount of money from not collecting a paycheck. When everything was done after paying staff, I was like, wow, this is okay. This is good. And I'm okay with that. If I'm not connected, then I don't want to do it. A better me is also a nonprofit, a 501c3 that I wrote completely by myself. I wrote two nonprofits. One was Joy Making a Difference with Olga, and the other is this one, A Better Me. A Better Me is a nonprofit, meaning that it is exempt from taxes. I'm thinking of something to continue with A Better Me. Right now, I have all these different businesses that I am running. I have so much going on, which is my enterprise. Stanel Myers Enterprises, these different entities that is under it. This is who I am. This is what I do. I have Joy Making a Difference, which is an after-school program. I service 3rd to 12th grade students after school from the hours of 2.45 to 5.45. We have trip. We get them Wawa. We are nonprofit, so we get a donation from Wawa. The best thing about nonprofits, you all know, is those donations are amazing. Christmas time, we get donations from different types of programs. We, of course, it wasn't anything last year, but we do get donations for different programs. A Second Touch is my other business, and I have... Again, I have five employees and I have over a hundred clients. That's what I do. When you see me talking about my podcast, it's because I have a lot to offer. And I wanted to also do a podcast so I can, I love people. I love women. I love women. I love black women of color. I love women, any color. I do. And I wanted to... If you heard my other episode, it's just another entity of the magazine. That was just something of, of me. Had nothing to do with the other businesses. It's just me, what I do. When I work with individuals with their finances, with their business, that's what I do. Nothing to do with the other businesses. But in my next episode, I am going to break it down. The difference between a business and self-employed. Think outside the box, guys. Everything is not about what you can sell. Get these contracts. Research them. They're out there. Also, before I go, Increase Ministries is also a business that Tony and I run together. It is our investment business. It started off having one house and 
the house that I actually lived in before Tony and I got married, which the house was a family member house, rest in peace, Grandma Essie, that I purchased primarily as an investment property, but the house was zoned as a duplex. I remember my godfather calling me, telling me to purchase Grandma Essie house because she was actually moving to Virginia with my mom. That's how close our family is when they both got older they said they was going to retire back to my mom hometown in Virginia grandma Essie was my my nieces and nephews grandmother on their mother's side I purchased a home and long story short 11 years later we are in a position now to where we sold the home and we had tenants three tenants in 11 years and it was good and having investment property is very important now that we sold the home we are now doing something called the 1031 exchange that is also going to be an entire episode on its own because i will show you exactly what we are going through right now as i do this podcast i have eight more days to find a property if i don't find a property then i'm going to get my money back but i will explain that in another episode having joy making a difference a second touch increased ministry rentals Money Therapy Institute, A Better Me, which I didn't speak so much on Money Therapy Institute. I will talk about that in my next episode. These are the different things that I do to make up Stanel Meyer Enterprises. No more excuses. Wake up. Hey, smart people. I have a three-month one-on-one personal or business coaching program. As you all know, I paid off $50,000 in debt in one year. I will teach you how I stayed out of debt using my burner method and personal life spreadsheet I created to fit my lifestyle and keep me on track. You will learn how to understand your money communication style using my financial treatment plan. Also, if you own a small business and you feel stuck with cash flow or feel disorganized, I teach business owners and self-employed entrepreneurs such as yourself to financially maximize your money, build wealth, using your business income and retire working on the business while your business continues to run, such as myself. You can book a call with me. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to No More Excuses, Wake Up. If you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Spotify. To learn more about me and my different agencies and what I do, go to StanelleMyersEnterprises.com. While you're there, check out Money Therapy Institute and watch my video where you will see me doing a little acting, showing you how I fought and kicked down closed doors. You can also click on Stanella Money Therapist and get my free budget spreadsheet. And of course, you can email me at contact at StanellaMoneyTherapist.com. I'm also on social media on Facebook at Stanella Money Therapist and Instagram at Stanell the Money Therapist. No more excuses. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Wake up.